You're listening to the Craft Messages That Matter podcast. I'm your host, Theo Capodistrius. Grab a coffee, sit back, and enjoy today's episode. Hello. It is very nice to be back and having a conversation with you on the Craft Messages That Matter podcast. Yep, I know, it's been a long time. I said I was gonna do a weekly episode and that kind of failed. Thanks to the software and my computer and just a few other technical mishaps, it didn't quite happen. So there hasn't been an episode since June and since that time there has been quite a bit happening on my side and one of the things I wanna tell you about is my TEDx talk. That's what we'll be discussing in today's episode. I had the opportunity to finally deliver my own TEDx talk. After organizing two TEDx events, having coached many a speaker at those events, and just a general love of all things TED and TEDx, it's, it's been amazing to finally have the opportunity to get up there and present my idea worth spreading. My journey with TED goes back a while. Uh, Back in uni, I used to love watching TED and TEDx talks. While studying, it was kind of the thing I did in between learning stuff was to, I guess, entertain myself with a quick 15, 18 minute video. And TEDx talks kind of just hit that spot and it was just brilliant. It was then, you know, several years later, where I had the opportunity to do TED Masterclass through a program partnership with the Association of Corporate Counsel. I had to record my own TED-style talk in that process, and it was called How Our Words Say More Than You Think. And that's available online, and it was presented at an annual conference, an annual international conference as well. So I feel like I've had some pretty great opportunities through this TEDx space. But then, of course, I had the opportunity to run TEDx Hobart. I I took on the license and I've been doing it for a while now. And then finally, the opportunity came up for me to apply to a TEDx event and actually give it a go, which I think is really special. So while I was on lunch break, actually, at TEDx Hobart, I was chatting with some friends who asked me, if you could do your own TEDx talk, what would it be about? And I immediately shared a story. I was really core to the idea. And I was thinking about it for ages and ages and ages. And of course, running a TEDx event, I can't speak at my own event. So an opportunity needed to pop up. But I caught wind that TEDx Katoomba were on the search for ideas. And it was at this point, I think it was about late March, I was having a short break between my jobs as well. So I was at home and I had some time and I was just chilling. I was talking to my friend who was in the Blue Mountains at the time exploring while just before he was about to head off to the United States. And then coincidentally, I was having a chat to the curator for TEDx Katoomba, who let me know that speaker applications were open and I may want to apply. And I thought... It's pretty funny 
isn't it? That while my friend is there and I'm talking to him about being in that place, I was also speaking to the only other person that I knew in that city at the time. So I thought, well, let's do it. So I sat down, put my idea together in a little video and sent it across. And then we fast forward a few months. I was in Sydney for a conference I was presenting at, and I got a call saying that my idea was selected and I'd get the opportunity to speak. And as much as I wanted to run back to my hotel room that day and just buckle in and start writing it, I had things to do. I had to speak. I hadn't presented yet. I had to MC the conference as well. So I wasn't able to like put all my ideas down. But then on my flight back to Hobart, it turned into the most productive two hours I've ever had. I sat down with my Remarkable 2, which I love. If you don't have one, I invest. And I mapped out what my talk was going to look like. I had a relatively short lead time as well, about two months. So I was feeling a bit stressed. I was feeling the pressure. needed to make it work. needed to do it fast. needed to make it good. But the most critical thing to get right for a TEDx event is the through line. That's the common consistent theme that carries through the entire talk. And the key points that I wanted to share as well. So I had to map this out how I wanted to share the key point and break it down into really digestible pieces. So the coaching work that I do in my the services I provide to professional service people, business owners and entrepreneurs, I created a bit of a method for how we actually structure a presentation. So I needed to use some of the techniques that I teach and implement it myself, which is always weird to do, but it's so important because turns out I actually teach some good stuff, if I do say so myself. It's important to start by grabbing the attention of the audience and creating some context. In the early phases of a talk as well, it's really critical that you show your credibility and why you're the person to be speaking on the topic. My talk was titled, Lessons from My Ethnic Lunchbox. And the main message in the talk is about how it's really important for us to share who we are and to find a way to communicate our identity in a way that feels safe. This doesn't come from my experience as a lawyer per se, but it does utilize my experience in the law where I needed to understand the perspective of my clients and the perspective and interests of other people to ensure that what I'm communicating is appropriate for the circumstances. So once I had the draft script ready, I began making the relevant materials to support the talk. Now, I love slides. I use heaps of them in all the workshops and keynotes and any presentation that I do because they help me remember what I'm saying. I use the images on the slides to help me remember. And I don't like memorizing a script. I like knowing the main points and I, yeah, really try and you know draw it out write everything out but then i don't want to memorize everything word for word that's it's really not the best way to present for me so instead i needed to know that the key points the stories and the facts that were associated with each point and i'd be able to associate those with the images so the thing that kept distracting me was the expectation and the pressure so I've been speaking at events for years now. My name is synonymous for TED and TEDx related things. Probably also because the shortened version of Theo or Theodore is TED as well. I'm, I'm a speaking coach. I run a TEDx event. 
So I feel there were a lot of eyes on me and I felt a lot of expectation and pressure to be the expert in this space. And I did feel a whole new level of pressure to be perfect. Something, honestly, which I haven't felt in a while because I've, I've been feeling comfortable in you know other spaces in my life. So feeling this pressure was quite annoying. And with this, I needed to make sure that it was a really good presentation. I just didn't want to, you know, make a fool of myself, of course. But I reminded myself of something that I coach people. I had to move the focus away from myself because this wasn't about me anymore or however others might perceive me or what their expectations are. And remember that doing a TEDx talk or doing any talk is about the idea that you're sharing or the message that you're trying to get across. You don't need to be word perfect. You don't need to be perfect at all. Once that focus shifted from me to the fact that I had a really important message that I wanted to share and an impact to make through that message, I was able to focus. I kept rehearsing. I kept practicing. I was starting to feel ready. So the day finally arrived. I traveled up from Hobart to Katoomba by plane and then train and then another train the day before, of course. And I wasn't feeling completely rested as we had a fire alarm in my motel at about 11 o'clock and continued to wait for a while. So, but once it finally stopped, I was feeling pretty unsettled and a little bit jumpy, unfortunately. But I managed to calm myself down until I went to sleep. I arrived at the venue and made my way to the green room. I got to chat to a few other speakers who were about to go on stage. I was sifting through my notes, not actually reading them, but I guess looking at them to make myself feel comfortable, I don't know. But I didn't feel nervous. I was happily chatting away with others who were about to do the the same thing I was. And I, I think I felt comforted in the fact that there were others there with me, probably feeling what I was feeling, excited to get out there, and it was so good. So I got grabbed by one of the volunteers who said, okay, You've got to get ready. You're about to jump on. And I immediately felt my heart start racing. So I bust through the auditorium and I'm escorted back off stage. And this is the first time I started to feel nervous before speaking in ages. But I did some deep breathing. I tried to calm myself down and center myself before getting on stage. And then it was my moment. I walk up the stairs. I center myself on that red carpet and feel the heat from the lights shining on my face. What felt particularly special for me was being able to see the audience's faces and their reactions. I saw heads nodding, smiles, laughter, and I could feel the warmth and support coming from all of those watching. I left the stage with, you know, applause and people clapping and excited. And I felt really proud. I was stoked with my delivery and I think I hit the right notes in terms of how I pitched it. So this experience allowed me to learn so much about myself. It taught me how to prepare for a talk moving forward. It taught me that I don't need to put that much pressure on myself. And, you know, it was a reminder really that it's not about me. It is about the audience, the audience in in the room and also those at home 
it has to be a worthy experience for everyone because they have put the time and effort into doing it and being there. And now I'm really thankful that my talk is available online for everyone to see. So far, we've got about 16,000 views, which is amazing to me. And I'd love it if you would jump on and have a look too. I'll keep the video for my talk in the show notes. So please go have a look, go watch it, like it, comment. I would really appreciate it. And yeah, thanks so much. Hopefully we get this episode up and running and there's no more technical failure. Can't wait to continue giving you good content. And if you like this episode, please follow or subscribe and give it a rating. Give it a five out of five. Um, We love that, particularly as I'm in the early stages of the pod. To learn more about what I do as a speaker, a trainer, an MC, and a public speaking communications and presentation coach, head to my website, www.theocap.com.au. Follow the Craft Messages That Matter Instagram page at cmtm underscore podcast. And of course, follow my personal Instagram page at theocap88.